Hello, amazing rewatch listeners. It's Jessica and Sadie here again with episode 11 of season one. It's titled Fight to the Last Minute. Original air date was November 28th, 2001. That's today. We're recording this on November 28th, 2021. Whoa. That's crazy. 20 years to the day. There must have been a reason why we were delayed. We were going to record this a few days ago, but yeah, just... <laughs> it was meant to be. We did not plan that. Nice. Well, a little bit of recap from the last episode. Um, there's basically two sets of teams right now. Frank and Margarita and Robin Brennan are way, way ahead of Joe and Bill and Kevin and Drew. Yes. Like, very far. (laughs) Yeah. Like, almost a whole day, it seems. (laughs) At least 15 or 16 hours. The teams are leaving from the last pit stop, which was Pai Plong Beach in Thailand. And we said this last episode, but it was so pretty. (laughs) So pretty. Yeah, this would be a really, really fun place to go. I do want to go to Thailand really bad, and this place looked really fun. Yes. But the first team to arrive last time was Rob and Brennan, and they are leaving at 6.03 a.m.? A.m. p.m.? A.m. Okay, I think I got that messed up. Okay, it's a.m. Yes. Leaving at 6.03 a.m., and they get their route info, which says, travel to Jinshan Park in Beijing. So this means they need to take a flight. Yep. We're going to China. We've been waiting for this all season. We've figured they'd go there yeah we've predicted we kept China guessing several yeah. times <laughs> you did at least yeah and then um frank and margarita leave really close after them about 6 15 mm-hmm. and they both choose to head to the phuket thailand airport mm-hmm. and get some flights and some information from there yes is it phuket or is it phuket they kept saying phuket i think it's pronounced phuket but looks like phuket <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've heard phuket like that's a lot that's more, what so. i thought it was too anyway it doesn't really matter because all they're doing is going to the airport and then leaving and going to china yeah so this phuket airport isn't very large so they are all taking like a connection into bangkok which is the international airport in thailand mm-hmm. um, but they do when they arrive there frank no sorry when they arrive there rob and brennan realized that they had barely just missed a flight by about 10 minutes that would have got them there by the end of the day which they wanted to keep their large lead so they knew that once they missed that flight they'd ha- probably have to wait for several hours and the other teams will catch up a little bit i don't think they were worried about them passing them the two teams in the back i don't think that robin brennan were worried that they would catch them but they didn't want to lose their lead yeah it sets them up in a really good spot for the finale to Mm -hmm. have like half a day (laughs) yeah these other teams (laughs) for sure so yeah that's but yeah it would be frustrating to just barely miss a flight so anyways they do get all four of them Robin Brennan and Frank and Margarita choose to just get a flight straight to Bangkok and then choose from there because they can't really find like a direct flight or their connection quite yet. Mm-hmm. So they just get to Bangkok and try and choose from there. When they get to Bangkok, they kind of had different strategies. 
Robin Brennan like stayed at the airport and just like went into every office and tried to find somebody to get them the first flight. But mm-hmm. Frank and Margarita, it seemed like they left the airport and like went to a travel agency or something. Yeah, I think Frank mentioned that they went to a booking agent like in downtown or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, they left the airport and went into the city to find a travel agent or a booking agent to help them get tickets, which people haven't really like seen them do yet. So yeah, I guess they figured they had some time. And while they were out, they stopped at like a, a mall or a store and they bought small backpacks and they got rid of a lot of their stuff so that they would have, mm-hmm. wouldn't have to carry so much stuff to the finale, which is kind of smart. Yeah, which, yeah. I mean, we've said it a couple times towards the beginning of the season, but like their packs are huge on this season because yeah. <laughs> it's the first one and they probably just like don't know what to think or have any reference, but... <laughs> their packs have been so huge compared to later seasons and yeah so they left and they downsized into smaller packs and they just literally left a pile of their stuff on the street that would be kind of scary though because how do you know what you're gonna need next in fact i think if i think if they go where i think they're going next they're gonna wish they had warm clothes so hopefully they kept something warm isn't so they knew they were going to beijing Mm-hmm. from bangkok yeah isn't the next leg back home they don't have another one after this right um yeah it's it will be back in the u.s but not the f- destination city yeah you'll see you'll see interesting this is like the only thing i remember about this season was the second the last yeah the like the final leg i don't remember who won but i remember who didn't win <laughs> So, yeah, they had to wait about eight hours for these flights, which gave the final, they're the last two teams a little bit of a chance to catch up. But mm-hmm. Kevin and Drew leave the pit stop at 11.35 p.m. So that's, yeah, that's 17 hours behind, which is crazy. Yeah, they're like so behind. This is why I was so confused because the first team left at six in the morning and it was like darker. So I thought it was like six at night. And then the the drew and kevin left at eleven thirty-five, and it was like pitch black and i'm like wait they're not five hours behind like, i was just really confused yeah just the, time, the difference between these teams is very large yeah so <laughs> so if it's a 12 hour rest period though would the first two teams have left the pit stop before the last two even checked in mm, so like maybe. if if so they left at like six in the morning and if Kevin and Drew are leaving at 11.35, that means that they would have checked in at 11.35 a.m. So Rob, Robin Brennan and Frank and Margarita left the pit stop before anybody else even showed up to check in. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Which has got to be like, I don't know, for the two teams in the back, it's like it, you haven't even seen them really hardly at all for the last two legs so that you're like how far behind am i yeah that would be really stressful and nerve-wracking and like (laughs) discouraging yeah uh well kevin calls and gets their plane tickets he's really good at that he's like always calling ahead and securing the tickets before they even get to the airport which is smart yeah it seems like he knows what he's doing with that yeah 
but yeah so they just get that before they even leave which is smart Mm -hmm. and before they even get to the airport the other teams are already on their flight to bangkok so yeah they left Um, at 1 25 a.m which is basically the same time yeah same time joe and bill are leaving (laughs) yeah and then they don't really tell us much about drew and kevin's and joe and bill's flights they just like they get there eventually yeah but the other teams arrive and here is a little bit of information about beijing china so it's located in northern china and it is the capital of china Mm -hmm. it is the most populous capital city in the world with over 21 million residents oh my gosh wow and it's china's second largest city after Shanghai. shanghai It's also the billionaire capital of the world, with the most billionaires living there. Interesting. It's one of the oldest cities in the world, that uh, history that dates back over three millennia. Wow. Yeah. It has seven UNESCO World Heritage Sites. Just in Beijing? Yeah. Wow. Beijing is home to 91 universities. What? (laughs) Wow. Okay. And, yeah. And Beijing will be the first city to host both the Summer and the Winter Olympics with the 2022 Winter yes. Olympics coming up. Which is crazy because they're not actually going to be in Beijing, are they? They're like pretty far outside of the city. Yeah, Beijing is surrounded by like three mountain ranges and it has a lot of natural protection. So like back in the day, it was the most, what would you say, the most... The best place for, like, the emperor and, like, yeah. the most important people to be. Like, fortified? Were, like, Is that a... Yes. Fortified? Yeah. So, anyways, there are a lot of mountain ranges around it, but not inside the city. So, they, like, these um, Olympics, you do have to travel quite far by, like, trains and stuff. But it is... It also said it is the longest and busiest metro system in the world. So it's like a very interesting city. When I was reading about it, I was like, wow, this there's like a lot to see here and a lot to do. And yeah, very interesting. Yeah. China was never really on my radar until I started teaching VIP kid. And I like talked to all my students from China. A lot of them lived mm-hmm. in Beijing and Shanghai and they, I don't know, they're just so cute. And my little Chinese students mm-hmm. and China just kind of became more interesting to me so i would love to visit china one day yeah well and obviously when this was being filmed neither olympics had occurred there yet but yeah (laughs) as of now (laughs) we will have both olympics like yeah winter and summer olympics there so 2022 so like the ones coming up just in a few months right Mm -hmm. which seems crazy because we just had the 2020 olympics like three months ago yeah so it (laughs) just it seemed like it came really fast it did it's super weird a weird interesting situation when we're recording season 30 whatever however many years from now (laughs) we're gonna be like remember in 2020 and 2021 (laughs) and i hope that things are better by then so yeah me too (laughs) anyway when they get to beijing and Frank and Margarita, they beat Robin Brennan to the clue, which is a detour. And the choices are volley or rally. So volley is ping pong. 
it's nearby, but they have to score five points against a local ping pong champion. Rally is, they call it a transport rally, where you take a bus, a motorcycle taxi, and a bicycle taxi, and you're told exactly where to go, but it can take a while. So, so what would we choose? They they tell you (laughs) the benefit of volley is that it's close by, but it's hard to play a ping pong champion, and rally is could take longer but you know exactly what you're doing and where you're going i think that if we we're reading this clue i probably would choose rally yeah is what i my first impression was of like me putting myself ourselves in that situation because i probably can't play ping pong i'm terrible because i haven't even tried <laughs> i've never even done it so bad i don't know that would be kind of a tough one because the i the thought of navigating traffic with 21 million people is super intimidating so i'd maybe i'd maybe pick volley and just take my chances but i don't know the chinese are very good at ping pong speaking of the olympics actually have you ever watched an olympic level ping pong match no that's not one that i really like have on my radar (laughs) you don't follow ping pong very closely (laughs) i i was just interested after i watched this episode i was like i just want to see what it's like it is intense. They're standing like 10 feet back from the table and just hitting it as hard as they can. And it's just like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be like super intimidated. And so what actually ends up happening, those first two teams that are way ahead, Frank and Margarita, Rob and Brent, and they both choose volley. Mm-hmm. And when they get there, like these little kids come out. Yeah. <laughs> And not saying little kids can't be good, but they're kind of not as intimidated by them. They're like, oh, I can beat this little kid. Yeah. So if I knew it was just like a little kid, I might have chosen that one, but they don't like say that. (laughs) It didn't seem like it took Frank very long. He actually did okay. But then once Robin Brennan got there, I feel like that kid had been warmed up a little bit, you know, because he like killed them. Yeah, it didn't look like Frank did anything great yeah he didn't seem like he was but he got the five points yeah. pretty quickly <laughs> but yeah he the little kid was just getting warmed up because it took robin vernon a while, quite a while yeah. to get there five it points. was like 30 to 5 by the time they left maybe even more i can't remember <laughs> yeah. both teams do get their five points and once they get the clue it's the route info that says to pick up a list of items at the market when they get to the market, the shopping list will be there. And it's all in Chinese. Yeah. And this market is intense. It's huge. Yes. Crowded. It's, it, it seems very intimidating just watching it on TV. So I can't imagine what it's like being there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and their list is all in Chinese. So there's no way that they can do it without asking for help from a local, which mm-hmm. they both did. There's no way you'd be able to do it without him. So they find out that the things on the list in Chinese are beetle larvae, a whole squid, and chicken feet. And to me, it seems so obvious what's coming I know. This whole time I'm thinking they're going to have to eat this stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So then um, part of their clue says once you get the food, you take it to this food stall outside of this Mm -hmm. market. They kind of like they both find a local that speaks um, English and Chinese and it helps them get the stuff pretty quickly and don't have 
like a struggle with that really and they find the stall pretty quickly too because they have the exact address once they get to the stall they get their clue which is the roadblock that says who's hungry yeah i mean and still it's inevitable they don't know yeah (laughs) what is going on (laughs) frank and margarita are like who's gonna do it and frank's like i'll do it and then margarita's like no i'll do it i don't know i can't remember exactly how that went down but it was like Frank wanted to do it, but then Margarita said that she would, and then Frank was like, fine, do it, and then she was mad that she she had to do it. I don't know. Yeah. He, yeah. It was she seemed like surprised. Like, it. how could you be surprised? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when she read it, it was like, have them make the food and then eat it, and he, she was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? And he's like, wow, you're so stupid. I can't believe... <laughs> I can't believe you wanted to do it. I told you I'd do it. You're just so stupid. The whole thing is just the way he talks to her, the way she's surprised that the road brought, it literally says, who's hungry? And, you and have you're a holding bag a bag of food <laughs> from a Chinese market. I know. I, yeah. this would be probably my downfall in The Amazing Race. I can do puzzles. I can do heights. I can do physical challenges it might take me longer to do it than some people but eating gross stuff i just i can't i can't (laughs) yeah i well i was thinking about like if this is our situation i probably i mean i think we would have realized right away that what was coming up (laughs) especially when we read who's hungry yeah and i i probably would have volunteered to do this one i feel like i could do it yes I, yeah. I do have to say, though, I do have a more sensitive stomach and have more, like, gag reflex since having a baby or, like, being pregnant and having a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I probably could muscle through it. I don't think I could. I mean, I don't think. For a million dollars. It would be my downfall, know. for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could for sure get through it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when they chop the toes off of the, those chicken feet, I... <laughs> <laughs> I know the like the squid. I don't think would bother me at all because I actually like yeah squid that one did yeah the chicken feet. I would try and tell myself oh it's just like a chicken wing. I just those larvae probably would just yeah they were like crunchy on the outside. I probably just have to swallow it whole. I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think about it. <laughs> They're ginormous. I know. Too. They're so huge. Uh, well, Brennan, Brennan is the unlucky one on that team that has to do this roadblock. And he, he tells Rob, do not stare at me the way that Frank is staring at Margarita. And then it cuts to Frank and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) just staring like right in her very intently while she's gagging this stuff down. Yeah. And she does a good job. She doesn't gag or anything. She, um, scarf, like doesn't scarf it down. She makes it through. (laughs) Yeah. They both, Brennan and margarita both do pretty good at this and get through it she even said it wasn't that bad yeah she did once they complete it they get their route info which says to check in at the pit stop at the temple of heaven is it the tn10 temple was the the actual name of it um yeah and it's you know they just make their way there frank and margarita check in first there's a cute little man there at the mat that gives them tea (laughs) Yeah. And then Robin and Brennan are like right behind them 
they don't seem to struggle finding it or getting there but also they're not like racing for their lives yeah. so and now that those two teams are done we go back <laughs> to kevin and drew and joe and bill who are just making their flight yes it seems yeah. like there's a little interview with margarita and she's like it's so it's so funny that these are the final two teams well not the final two i keep saying that but i mean the the last two that doesn't even make sense either like the two teams in the last place i guess she yeah. says they're so opposite which is true but she also says they're both equally driven so we'll see what happens they're they're both good teams in their own way but they are really different so yeah it is a good a good way to describe them it's like they have similar efficiencies and they have kind of kept pace with with each other this whole time but they Mm -hmm. attack things in a very very different way and i like both teams so yeah it's hard to choose rob and brennan are so boring to me so like they're a strong team but they're so boring and frank and margarita they're good and they're also a strong team and they're a little bit more interesting than rob and brennan but yeah i hated frank at the beginning and now I don't hate him as much, but he does still bother me, but they are entertaining. Yeah, Rob and Brendan, it's like, you could just completely forget about them. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they're, but they also seem like they're very nice. Yeah, yeah, they're very pleasant but... people. <laughs> they're just kind of Forget- boring. <laughs> forgettable. But yeah, so these two teams are just getting their flights and get to the first marker, which is the the road, the no, detour. The detour. Yeah. The valley or rally, volley or rally, <laughs> valley or rally, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> and both teams choose rally, valley, which I think is interesting yes. because, like, it tells them that it might take a while to travel through the streets, and it's at night when they yeah, get there. yeah. I was surprised. It would have been interesting to see what would have happened if one chose one and one chose the other to see what what one took actually took longer, yeah. but all of them. All of them quickly were like, I don't, I can't play, pe- I don't know yeah. how to play people. <laughs> we're not doing like this. Completely just like, we're not doing Okay, and also, why does yeah. Drew have so much stuff? He was carrying three bags. Did you notice that? That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, he's carrying everybody's bags, but they drive away and, and Kevin has his bag on yeah, his back. Yeah, I'm like, why do you have so much stuff, dude? <laughs> yeah. But they all kind of seem to have an easy time finding their transportation. Mm-hmm. It's just like getting around and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because, like, once they find it, the drivers take you where you go. The little motorcycle taxis looked fun. <laughs> it, like, with one yeah. of them in the sidecar. Yeah. But they're kind of just, like, neck and neck the whole time, even, like, passing yeah. each other and stuff. It was intense. Like, this was probably and, the yeah. most exciting part of the whole season. Mm-hmm. Like, passing, passing, especially on those bike taxis <laughs> where the guy had to, the guys had to drive them, like, pedal them. I feel bad for those guys that were... And the end of their bike ride was, like, uphill. And they have, like, two grown men in both of their bikes and stuff. And I felt so bad for them. I know. What did... I think it was Joe that was, like... He's, like, between those two guys, they probably weigh two tons. That driver must have quads (laughs) like you wouldn't believe. (laughs) You know what I was thinking about when I was watching this, though? Is remember in San Francisco when we took one of those bike taxis and all five... (laughs) Yeah. So we went with our mom and dad and then us two and our younger sister and all five of us rode in one bike taxi. 
And we weren't like little kids at this point. We were like in college. I know. We were like adults. Yeah, I was almost engaged. So I was 24. <laughs> and we were, yeah, in the streets of oh San Francisco. And there's one guy who's carrying all five adults in one bike taxi. And we were like laughing know, so hard. So I don't know how he did it. I don't either. They do have nice quads, I yes, guess. You'd, you'd yeah. have to. So they did this like race for their lives in these bike taxis and they get to the um, clue and it, the market doesn't even open until 6.30. So all of that for nothing. I mean, not yeah. nothing, but really, yeah. Um, did you notice that uh, Kevin and Drew were like rocking too? To make it go faster, I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that that is slowing him down because you're just throwing off his, like, forward momentum. <laughs> yeah, you're uh. not helping. So when the market finally opens at 6.30, they get their interpreters, the person, both teams get, like, a person to help them read the Chinese and find the stalls and stuff. And this is seriously, like, so stressful. Ah, yeah. They're all pushing each other and fighting at each stall and trying to get it first yeah. and stuff like that and they're literally like there's just like me on the yeah. floor that they're jumping all over. over the floor super unsanitary it seems like but i think the one thing saying that i would eat all the stuff from that market or whatever i think the thing that would be the worst part of it is seeing the market that it came yeah from. like the conditions <laughs> that that food not necessarily came from. yeah yeah the ingredients but like the was this but, just sitting on the floor <laughs> two hours ago? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, did Kevin and Drew, like, hire an interpreter? It seems like they had two people. They were talking to a guy that spoke Chinese and then or English, and then the guy that spoke English talked to a lady that spoke Chinese, and then the lady that spoke Chinese spoke to the, the shop owners. <laughs> I may have remembered that wrong, but it seemed weird. I was like, that seems inefficient, but... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but they basically get back to the roadblock clue at the same time. And there's like no time to even consider who's doing it. You know, it's just like, mm -hmm. who's hungry? Me. Go. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So they hurry and cook up their food. And Kevin is going to be the one eating and Joe. I think it's well. Drew. Drew's the tall one. Isn't Kevin the no, tall Drew's one? No, Drew's the tall one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. It is. That's true. Are you sure? I promise. You promise? Because remember when I said I remember? Okay, never mind. You're yeah, right. Drew's the tall one. So <laughs> <Okay>. it's true. <laughs> I was going to say what I said a few episodes ago as I, I remember Drew is the t Drew is the bald one. Because D is all, like a B for bald. <laughs> okay, yeah. But they're both kind of bald, yeah. so that's why I was confused. <laughs> it's not a very good way to remember. Yeah, so Drew... And Joe are the ones that are eating. Yes. And they both basically start at the exact same yeah. time. And it's a, it's a big plate of yeah. food. It is. It's bad enough to have to eat that, but to have to eat it, eat that much and eat it that quickly. Ew. So when they're sitting, the two teams, this is like a perfect example of what Margarita was saying. Like they're so different because Kevin's sitting there eating and Drew's literally no, like Drew's standing eating. above him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Drew is the one eating and Kevin is standing above him yelling at him and cheering him on and telling him like what to do and like just constantly talking and yelling and talking and yelling and then joe is sitting there and bill's like next to him very calm like good job good job honey keep going keep you going you can do it good job yeah 
like so calm and stuff. It's just like so funny how different yeah. they are. And they finish pretty close to the same time. Like Drew is maybe 15 seconds ahead of Joe. Mm-hmm. So it's literally going to come down to the taxi driver, which I hate. I hate that. Yeah. And like these, both these taxi drivers are so, like give me so much stress because yeah. like they act like they don't know where they're going or what it's called or so and like drew and kevin's taxi gets stuck behind a bus but joe and bill's taxi doesn't know what they're even talking about yeah and they just like <laughs> yell then, they're yeah. so they're so rude because the it's a you know like high stakes for them but the taxi driver doesn't care they're like why are you yelling at me yeah, yeah. and it's like it has nothing to do with the team or their skills or or anything it's just luck like if you get stuck in traffic Mm -hmm. or if you get a bad driver quote unquote bad driver because i think some people would be like i had a bad taxi driver but no you know yeah and at one point drew and kevin just get out of their taxi and start running because they they're at the place the temple but there's different look entrances um, entrances on each side and they need to go to the south entrance and like their taxi driver says like yeah you can walk to it from here Mm -hmm. and instead of like waiting in traffic they get out and run and they're kind of like running around this whole like a huge area yeah it seemed like a big park so they if they went into the wrong gate they would have had to go pretty far yeah and i was just thinking like drew just ate all that food (laughs) and he's like running around Joe must have had like a guidebook because he figures out how to say South Gate in Chinese. So their driver knew exactly where to go. And it was mm-hmm. like they they get dropped right by the mat yeah. and they just get out. Yeah. Their taxi dro- driver like drops them off right where they're supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> and they check in as team number three. And they are so surprised and happy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just thinking like finally somebody shows some emotion. Yeah, for real. They are always just like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> We're sad or happy. Joe even starts crying. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like so happy and excited and stuff. And I'm like, finally, like every mat has been so anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So it was super intense. Very, very close. Drew and Kevin get there and Drew's getting emotional it has to be gut-wrenching mm-hmm. to be that close and the mm-hmm. leg right before the final and to know that it was just right there and mm-hmm. miss it by just seconds. It would be so hard. And they're for sure like a fan favorite team. They're so funny, mm-hmm. so entertaining, and they've been so nice too. Not to each other necessarily, but to everybody yeah. else. Except for the, ex- what was the... Do you want to get your legs broken? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a joke, but still. <laughs> yeah, they haven't necessarily been nice to Team Guido the whole time. But they've everybody, been nice to everybody else. else. Yeah. They're just going to be missed. <laughs> yes, it is a solid top three. They're all good teams. This is not the last that we're going to see of Kevin and Drew, though. So, yeah. Post race, Kevin and Drew. This is fun. They have a website. <laughs> Oh, yeah, wow. I don't think it's been updated in years, but <laughs> according to the website, Kevin um, started performing stand-up comedy in 2003, 
So that was a couple years after the race. And I can't think of anything more fitting. <laughs> like, it, that just seems like something know, that he'd right? be really good at. He has a wife and triplets. I know. <laughs> um, he's a forensic investigator with a professional services firm in New York. I'm not sure what that means, but that's what it says. I tried to search him on Facebook and... All I could, all I kept pulling up. Apparently, the White House physician is also named Kevin O'Connor, so that's like I just like kept getting news articles about Joe Biden's last physical. Apparently, he's healthy. Not good. <laughs> um, Drew does have a Facebook, and he actually posts pretty fre- frequently. He kept talking about somebody named Karma, and I was like, "Oh, is this his wife?" No, I think Karma is his cat. it doesn't seem like he's married but i don't know but he's a retired new york state supreme court officer so when i read that i was like he was on the supreme court what but no he was like the police officer that's in the supreme court Mm. i guess but he's retired now (laughs) so yeah that's so how old would they be now I, i don't know if they would have been like they looked probably 40s, like maybe early to mid 40s on the race, right? Mm-hmm. So that means they'd be probably be in their 60s now. It's crazy. I know. Yeah, there wasn't like a whole lot of current photos of them. It was all just like, it seemed like it was stuff from early 2000s right after the race. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, we will talk about them again because mm-hmm. they come back. <laughs> I know. I guess it's not a big surprise that yeah. there's all-star seasons ahead of us that we're for sure going to be covering, and we will be seeing them again. Yeah. <laughs> we have one leg left, which is broken up into two episodes, like a part one and a part two. I'm very interested to see what happens, because Joe and Bill are... They're very far behind. So far behind. They're like a day behind. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> for them to have a chance. And I just feel like no matter where they're going from China, there's so many flights leaving China all the time. I know. With a city of 21 like million people, they probably have like several airports in China. Yeah. Well, yeah, there are two major international airports and the newest one is the largest airport terminal in the world. Hmm. So, yeah, I just, but it wasn't back then. It wasn't built then. I just feel like if Frank and Margarita and Robin Brennan are going to find a flight, it will be easy for them to get out of there way before Joe and Bill do. I just don't feel like Joe and Bill have a chance. No. I'm kind of writing them off, even though. Yeah, at this point, it's probably between Robin Brennan and Frank and Margarita. I'm excited. We, (laughs) we started watching this season... Okay, so today is November 28th, like we said. We started watching these episodes, when was it? Like February or March and recording. So this has been like a long process to get this first season out because life just kind of got crazy for both of us. So it seems like we've been watching this season for a long time. And so I'm really excited to watch the finale. Yeah, I feel like I've just known these teams for a really long time. And also I was watching the like opening credit scenes this episode i usually fast forward and i'm like oh i forgot about them oh i forgot about yeah 
Like the people who were eliminated. Like the first few teams. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We watched this so long ago. I forgot about them. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not going to take us this long to get the other seasons recorded, but we're kind of just learning, getting started. Just figuring out how to get this all all done. But (laughs) we hope that you guys have been enjoying uh, the episode so far. We'll be back next time with the finale. Should we do... Like two episodes, finale part one and part two, or should we just do one long episode? Hmm, maybe we can see how much information we get from each one. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. So it'll be a surprise for you guys. Just like <laughs> it'll be a surprise to us too. We'll see what happens. See, we're making it up as we go along <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.